0: They may sound nuts, but so did the Wright brothers. Now, here's Flieger and Briggs. Welcome back to It's Just Sports. We are Fleeger and Briggs on 12 Ounce Sports Network. I am Mr. Briggs. Across the way is my cohort, Mr. Flieger. You can catch us on 12 Ounce Sports Network. And don't forget we are live on Zingo TV. And all you have to do is download the Zingo app on a smart t- on your uh, smart TV. And uh, put in the promo code 120Z and it's free.
1: Well, that's all that really matters is it's free. And of course you can follow your boys at Asylum Football on the Twitter on the Tweeters. It's just sports123 at gmail.com and you can find all the show archives over at AsylumFantasyFootball.com. Rick, here we are on March two hundred and forty second. Still no sports being played, which uh, makes it kind of hard doing a sports radio show at this point. But uh, we'll get into it. Luckily, the NFL keeps giving the big news so far this week. Rick, Cam Newton signs with the with the the Patriots, a one year incentive laden deal, about a million dollars minimum, up to seven and a half million if he reaches his incentives. Big deal. No deal, weird deal. What do you, what do you think of Cam Newton in New England?
0: I you know, we talked about this before I came on the air and um, you know, I tweeted out on, on the old Twitter today. There's so many of these experts, you know, putting out these tweets, New England. NFC East champs, book it. Now that would be news nobody if they won on, the NFC East. Or excuse me, AFC East. Ch- yeah, that would be news there. <laughs> that I would. Uh, want. Yeah. Now you got. You my know, attention. or New England wins another Super Bowl with a different quarterback, and no one's surprised, and on and on, all these kind of things. And it just struck me, Rick. I don't know why everyone is so convinced that he is the savior of New England. Look, this is a guy that is a career 59% passer. He can't run like he used to. This is not the same Superman Cam Newton we grew accustomed to a few years ago, even like five years ago. What was it, 15 was the MVP year, correct? I believe, yeah. And this is not the same cat. And there's not many weapons in New England at his disposal. And you have a Cam Newton that is diminished mobility-wise, not a very accurate passer, and not a lot of weapons, that doesn't spell instant victory to me. No, and I I guess that's what's interesting, right? It's because it's
1: New England. It's because it's Bill Belichick. Because, first of all, when you look at the contract, when you look at the player, and when you look at the quarterback situation, it's about the biggest no-brainer signing ever, isn't it? I mean, I don't know why this – Maybe just because it took so long, you know, why this was such a earth-shattering thing. Maybe it's because there's nothing else going on at this point. So, really no financial risk for, for New England at this point. And that's the thing. The thing with Cam Newton is we saw a bit of a decline, certainly in the athletic – I don't want to say the athletic ability, but the running ability – and who he was in the last couple of years, we don't know yet that he's healthy. I, I've I've heard you know, heard and read people saying, "Look, you know, New England was able to work him out or able to give him a physical, and if New England signed him, that means he's healthy." That's not necessarily the case. Again, when you look at this contract, you know, a million dollars up to seven and a half million. That that is literally a free starting NFL quarterback by by those standards. So. You know, when I look at that, I don't know that he's healthy. So certainly no. This is not some guarantee that now New England just rolls again. Now it could be a final piece, perhaps. Look, the offense is lacking in weapons. We do know that. But the defense is still really good. The special teams are still really good. The head coach is still really, really, really good. So so when you put it all together – it makes sense, but I don't, I don't even think there's a guarantee that Cam Newton makes this squad, right? I think he either is the starter or he gets cut. That's kind of where I fall with Cam Newton. And I have to think, knowing what I think I know about Bill Belichick, here's what I keep wondering. Having that opinion, knowing what I think I know about Bill Belichick, if Cam Newton doesn't come in and just blow him away, He's going to go with Stidham because he wants to do this with his own homegrown guy. I, I honestly believe that, that Cam Newton's going to have to come in if there's any preseason and put himself head and shoulders above Stidham and Hoyer, or he's not even going to make the squad.
0: I agree. And he's certainly going to have to realize that walking into that locker room that he's not Superman any longer. Right. You know, Bill Belichick is – he he runs the place, and there's a lot of other veteran presence on the Patriots. And, and I'm not saying this guy is, is going to be a bad teammate. I don't want to, you know, get me the wrong opinion out there. But we've seen it over the years. His leadership or lack thereof abilities. Things go bad. Or things go well. He's great. He's happy. Cam's having fun. It goes bad. It gets sour real quick. Yeah. What I wonder, Rick, do
1: we have any indication, and maybe I'm just forgetting – look he is a horrible 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 post-game interview when he loses but he has some cool hats oh, the <laughs> best hats in the business yeah. there's just no doubt about it and i hope he brings bill belichick some hats and i'd, I'd like to see belichick to be a cool hat guy now
0: could you see belichick in one of those hats now wouldn't that just be grand oh my god i i, I would have to throw my
1: uh, pants away they would be of no uh, use to uh, me a silk longer. suit
0: yeah <laughs> yeah in <laughs> a cool cam newton and, and that brimless hat yeah and the beaming Belichick personality to go with it. <laughs> I mean, it'd, it'd be classic. But I don't know. Is
1: uh, Cam Newton's not a bad guy. He's a horrible loser, at least in a post-game interview. I, I don't know what he is leadership-wise. What I do know is he had that Carolina Panthers offense essentially on his back for how many years and drugged them almost kicking and screaming, it felt like, to a Super Bowl a few years ago. So I don't. It, it's interesting. My, my big thing is it, it. only makes sense, right? It only makes sense. Yeah, I, the, a lot of the narrative going around now is. You know how's he going to get along with Bill Belichick? You know, you say he's not Superman anymore. I think, I think you mean, not to put words in your mouth, in terms of his running ability and his ability to carry an offense, exactly. And, but that Bill Belichick isn't going to put up with the, you know, pulling the lapel and the Superman annex and the 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 dab. and not. Uh, really I don't think anything. Bill Belichick. No, cares I don't think he can this. care less. That's what I. I mean. No,
0: I no, I, I don't think he. Could care it, if it did anything to detract from the team, a la a 15-yard penalty or something, maybe. But other than that, I mean, we've seen some of the antics Gronk has done and so oh, forth. Right. It's all fun. That, that that's not a big deal. No, I don't think that bothers him a bit. Certainly doesn't bother me. No, I was exactly referring to his physical capabilities, the the ability to throw that whole offense on his shoulders. And people still couldn't stop him. That that's just not Cam Newton any longer. We don't think anyhow, right? Well, uh, we don't think you're right. You know, maybe now he's
1: healthy. He's going to be. Well, he's not going to be on a better offense necessarily, no. though. He's, he's going, going to be, to be on, on a better, a better defense, right? Yeah. And, and so I, I think that's what you, what I'm what I'm most interested in. If he makes the team and if he's the presumed starter, which I don't think either one of those are necessarily gimmies. At this point, two things I wonder about. Number one, does Bill Belichick design an offense around Cam Newton? Because here's what we know about Cam Newton, right? In order for him to be successful, and this isn't a knock on Cam Newton. This is who he is. In order for him to be successful, he has to run the ball, what is it, eight times a game, I think. I think it, historically if he if he runs the ball eight times in a game, they have, he has a 60% winning percentage. If he runs it less than eight times a game, I believe it's a 35 or 40% winning percentage. So, I mean, that's how important of the, of the that, that part of the game is to him. But what we also know is having how many years, 15 years of Tom Brady, that is certainly not what the New England Patriots offense is. We know Bill Belichick can adapt, but we also know he can be stubborn as well. Does he try to form Cam Newton into a, no, I'm doing the air quote thing in New England style quarterback, or does he completely change up the offense to accommodate a guy like Cam Newton? Well,
0: and that remains to be seen because if he tries to make him into the typical, let's face it, Tom Brady, yeah. I mean, it, there's it no other, happen. there's nobody else. It, it's not going to happen. And can't does he have time to revamp this offense completely with what, Look, no disrespect, but offensively, it is bad that that they're putting out on that field right now. And I think it was serviceable because Tom Brady was such an excellent general, could make things happen out there. I don't know if they have time to be able to do that. And they're not going to have the time together. I think that's where the timing, well, while yeah, it's a exactly. no-brainer,
1: the timing is bad on this. If there's any, you know, they're saying they're going to camp on time, and let's say that happens. But I think it's become pretty much accepted, although it hasn't been said yet, there isn't going to be four preseason games. You know, it's it's going to look very different going into the regular season. I think what we do know, Bill Belichick can take a game plan, tear it up, and throw it out. They're a completely different offense each and every week. And that's what and that's something I wonder. There's something we don't know about Cam Newton, right? For his entire tenure in Carolina, and successfully so, the offensive plan was, Cam, you do what you got to do to move the ball up and down the field. That's not how a Bill Belichick offense works. So does Belichick... You know, does he adapt to that level to run what's a completely different offensive style? And does Cam Newton then have the ability to be a completely different quarterback week in and week out? month over month, game over game, hell, half over half. How many times, you know, for two or three weeks, Tom Brady, all he does is hit his back foot and throw it as far as he can. And then other times everything's those three-yard little hitches, bing, bang, boom, 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 up the field. We know Cam Newton can't do that. And that's where I really think this lack of preseason, this lack of full normal camp, I don't think this hurts Cam Newton more than anything. Actually, the more we talk about this, Rick, I don't think Cam Newton makes his football team. The more I think about it, I don't see them carrying him and, and Hoyer and Stidham. He's going to stick with Stidham. He's supposedly the quarterback of the future. I'm doing the air quotes thing. Not all three of those guys are making that that team, and I think Cam's going to be the odd man out. i just talked myself into that.
0: Yeah, the biggest question to me is, in a roundabout way, just as directly as I can from what everything that you said – can Cam Newton walk in and basically surgically dissect a good football team, I'll, I'll say the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. That they I mean and, and just walk down the field. It's not. Because, who he is. No, I, I just don't think that's going to happen. It's just not that's just not him. Now we certainly know Bill Belichick has the
1: ability to Create a whole new offense overnight, and let's assume that Cam Newton and Bill Belichick can get on the same page, but and Bill Belichick can build that offense to to suit Cam Newton's very unique abilities and very unique successes. Does Bill Belichick want to? I mean, that's a drastic change, right? We knew it was going to be different, but, boy, this is going 180 degrees the other way. That's the thing I really wonder about, and I think it's it's not about personality. It's not about the Superman thing and the cool hats and any of that <laughs> well, stuff. it that, is about the cool hats. Well, edits. it's always <laughs> about the cool. I got, I love a good <laughs> hat. But, you know, that's kind of what everybody being lazy about this wants to throw out. This is never going to work because of this stuff. If Bill Belichick's winning games, he doesn't care. I I guarantee you that. And I think it doesn't take long for anybody in that locker room to – to fall more into that Patriot way. It's been the rare occasion where somebody hasn't been able to adapt to that. So I have no doubt Bill Belichick, none of that are going to worry. I just don't know that their particular styles and ways of doing things matches up. And you keep saying, and you're, you're absolutely right, Rick, there isn't now Cam Newton played a long time in Carolina without a lot of great offensive weapons around him. Cupboard's about bare up there in New England. So, I don't think that bodes well for this thing either. So, like I said, all of this, I've convinced myself it's not going to work.
0: I'm I'm right there with you. I mean, is he going to be, you know, just horrible and so forth and they're going to win four games and all this, that? No. I mean, it's still Cam Newton, but it's just going to be so drastically different. I actually don't think that Cam Newton – was signed to be the starter, quite frankly. I know already people say, you're a moron. Well, I if, say that all the time, he, but I might
1: agree with this stance.
0: No, but my point is not – I mean, look, we know what Cam Newton can be, but I go back to your point. I think Belichick has his eye on Stidham, it seems but like it. Cam Newton was out there. Cam Newton comes into camp, he's healthy, he's got a great attitude and he's really into the Patriots way, yada, yada, and he's really impressing, of course he's going to start. That's just a stupid statement to say he wasn't coming in to start. But my point is, I'm not sure if they know exactly what they're going to get. Belichick has already figured out Stidham's his guy, but gee, now we have this new toy. If it's a healthy toy, he's going to be a better toy. He's going to be more fun to play with. You know, and it might be,
1: and and that's a good point. If that defense is as good as it was last year, if the special teams is as good as it was last year, if the division is as bad as it was last year and in years past, don't you feel like you could – see, now you're swinging me the other way. I'm I'm a bipolar here. (laughs) Now, don't you feel like, all right, you could run it about 60% winning percentage. You could go – five and three or something for half a year with Stidham in that running game and Bill Belichick and that defense and that special teams getting Cam up the speed and then go on some big run at the end. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's what's in Bill Belichick's mind with that, you know, and then if right. Stidham, if Stidham takes off, then, then you just, here's Tom Brady 2.0, which people in new England at least three weeks ago were telling you, now they tell you Cam Newton's the second coming of Jesus. So that's the, that's the Boston sports fan. I grant you. But I think when you look at that, that, it's a pretty good backup plan to have. A guy who was a league MVP, who played in the Super Bowl, who was literally one of the most dynamic players in the league not all that long ago. Oh, yeah, and you got him for what's the equivalent of a nickel
0: in a right cup of coffee. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah, exactly. That is the key. I mean, that's what makes that so intriguing. And, and that was another thing that sort of, you know, because things do irk me. Believe it or not, no, (laughs) they do really. Sometimes things get under my skin, and I react to them. (laughs) That's just pathetic. (laughs) Exactly, but it's the it's the now you lost my train of thought. (laughs) I hate when you do that. Um, But things get under my skin. What am I even? (laughs) I don't thinking about. But I'm just
1: gonna sit here quietly and wait while you stumble and bumble.
0: But but, but we're talking about swallow (laughs) your
1: tongue. Oh, sorry. Go
0: ahead. (laughs) When are the two of you going to grow up? I mean, this stick
1: was cute for a while, but it's gotten
0: stale. Oh, God. That was just terrible. All right. We're waiting. Well, if you would quit playing with the buttons. All right.
1: My hands are here. You go ahead.
0: Right. and It's gone. The moment's (laughs) gone. It's long gone. Things bomb. It will come back when we're talking about another sport, (laughs) and by God, you'll hear the point.
1: And things bother you and I think I don't know where you were going. Usually
0: I can bring We were talking were. about Bill Belichick and um the cup of coffee and the right. nickel. Right, yeah. Right. And, and things somebody, somebody said skin. something on something on Twitter, of course, that, that irked me and I was really upset about the whole situation and I really wanted to get this point across. <laughs> but I I just don't think I'm going to be able to tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah. Here's where we are with the show here. <laughs> of course, your buttons don't work. Yeah, it did.
0: That was the giggle.
1: <laughs> oh, I heard it now. <laughs> All right. All right, so so here's what I'm curious. Let's say Cam Newton ends up being the starter. All right. Does this – I think we. you've made the point, and I agree with you, that this doesn't make – the New England Patriots better than the Chiefs, better than the Ravens. I think those are the two obvious top two in the conference, and you can throw in who everybody else. Does this make it more likely, less likely, or it wouldn't matter, even if Tom Brady was back, that New England Patriots keep up this absurd many years of winning that division? Does Buffalo take this thing now? Does New England take a step back? Or where are we at with New England heading into this year, now with this next piece being added?
0: Well, it's certainly going to be a closer division, obviously, with with the improvements of Buffalo, who was a very good team last year. Miami looks to be a lot better. Um, the Jets are the Jets. Uh, who knows with that squad there? But, um, no, I think it's going to be a, a toss-up division. Um, right now, until I see a little bit, I'm leaning Buffalo, quite frankly. I, I just think that they're together um, – McDermott has done a whale of a job, I think, with that team. Right. If we go back a couple of years ago, we were talking about them winning three, four games, and they won, I don't know what it was, like six. And we said, man, these guys doing a lot with nothing. Had a nice improvement last year. Got a good defense. Allen's starting to look good. Uh, they're adding some weapons. I tell you, I like Buffalo. Yeah, I think what's interesting with them,
1: this is why I'm rooting for Cam Newton to be the starter. Think about this for a minute. If you bring in the similarities between these two teams, really good top six or seven in the league defenses, really good special teams, now you bring in a Cam Newton, now you have a Cam Newton and Josh Allen, two inaccurate pocket passers who can run the football right. and can control the game with the threat to their legs and the ability to to run for first downs and run for touchdowns. These are – they're almost identical teams at that point. So then it becomes down to then what wins out. The the As good as McDermott's done, the genius of Bill Belichick over McDermott or the youth of Josh Allen – over a Cam Newton. It's actually really interesting when you think about it. If you put Cam Newton as the starting quarterback for the New
0: England Patriots, they're almost the exact same team. Right. And and the thing is about this, there's a couple of ways this scenario can go as well. Does Belichick decide, okay, I had Stidham as my guy, and and they start off? They start off four and zero. Look at me, I'm a genius. Yeah. They start off two and two, one and three. Hey, here comes Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, they go on their six game winning streak, which they do anyway. Yeah, every, it doesn't matter who's playing yeah, quarterback. You could play now, quarterback now. Bill Belichick's yet another genius. Yeah. And they're still waltzing to victories. I, there's a lot of ways this can play out. Um, <clears throat> this should be interesting. I. This is an intriguing story, I think, quite frankly. I I like it.
1: It, it, It's not the guarantee everybody thinks it is, but I think that's what makes it most interesting. Right? Right. It could be another Super Bowl run for New England. Cam Newton, when healthy a few years ago, is that good, right? He took a team nowhere near as good as his Patriots team to the Super Bowl not that long ago. It could be an absolute nothing. He he could get he might be getting cut right now. We don't know, and it could be anywhere in between. That's going to be fun. One thing I do keep thinking about it, it's going to be almost all Patriots all the time. So now we've added this in. Here's a I think I've, this has been all over social media since Tom Brady left and went to Tampa Bay, and now this kind of ramps it back up. Who's better this year, Tom Brady without Bill Belichick in Tampa Bay or Bill Belichick in New England without Tom Brady now with Cam Newton or Stidham or Hoyer or God knows who else he could bring in between. Well, I don't
0: think Bill Belichick is as good without Tom Brady. Well, no, no, right. But I think Tom Brady's going to be a better Tom Brady because he goes down to Tampa and stands around and looks at Mike Evans. He looks at Chris Godwin. And, you know, there's weapons down there at his disposal. So, I mean, obviously, I think Tom Brady's going to be better away from New England simply because from a talent standpoint. Belichick, I think, is still pigeonholed in a talent – not less, but, you know, depleted offense. Right. And he's going to have to make some magic work. Look, the defense is going to be there. The special team is going to be there. But I just think it's going to be tougher for Belichick to maintain than it is for Brady. Who's? I guess what I should ask, though,
1: now knowing that, but then looking at the divisions, looking at the competition, who wins more games in 2020, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick?
0: Mm.
1: I still think it's Belichick. I I really do. I don't see Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay you're supposed to say. Now did you see that? I will not say Tampa Bay. You will say Bay. No, Tompa I will Bay. not it say. It is the mandate. I of will not the, say Tampa. It's just sports Tampa Bay. No,
0: I'm not. It's Tampa Bay.
1: Gronka Bay? Will you say that? No. Is that a thing or did I just make that up?
0: No. That could be something ask you we two could
1: questions. use. questions. The answer can't be no. <laughs>
0: Why not? It's a question. No. <laughs> no 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 that's why i tell my but kids if all I give the time you an either, no if
1: i give you an either or it can't be no
0: with me it can well, that's the huge. kids go can i have a cookie or a donut no <laughs> right can i have ice cream or pie no
1: well why can't they have pie there's well, pie. whatever
0: just whatever so you're telling me if you had pie <laughs> well i probably would have eaten it well that's a fair point <laughs> yeah there's
1: not enough pie I, I love pie. pie. My wife makes a good pie. I love pie. What's cereal? your favorite
0: pie? Okay, let's let's narrow it down. What's your favorite fruit pie?
1: Blackberry.
0: That's right Black up Black raspberry. That's right whatever. up there. I, I'm blackberry. I, I'm with you. I like that and a good peach pie See, you know, as far I'm as fruit. I'm not a peach
1: guy. Really? I don't I,
0: mind a peach pie, but I'm right. not a peach guy. I do like blackberry pie. Now, that's it. now blackberries with cobbler. Yeah, that you know, might be better. We'll go yeah. with that, but if fruit pie apple is per cherry. I like cherry pie. Yeah, I got to go with cherry. No, I do a like good, pumpkin pie. The
1: warden makes a good strawberry pie. Really? Too. That's pretty good. Okay. It's basically just a crust with strawberry strawberry jello and strawberries. You yeah, can't like really, whipped can't cream grow or something like that. I don't that. mess with the whipped
0: cream. Oh man, I love getting those cans of ready whip and just emptying like the can. No, I feel like <laughs> that dulls
1: the flavor of my fruit pie. It may indeed. Did you ever try... What kind of pie wouldn't be a... Oh, I just interrupted you again. Did I ever try what?
0: Um, Did you ever try, especially like a fruit pie, um, a hot apple pie, hot peach, cherry, anything, and put like slices couple slices of cheddar cheese over oh, you are it and a let that cereal killer like my mother she let does that this. melt yeah, on she's that she's putting
1: cheese on apple pie <laughs> oh it's delicious and she went on this jag for a while i can remember when i was a kid it's where delicious. she would bake the damn cheese right into the apple pie ruin a perfect who puts cheese on a pie lots of people and apparently you and my mother you're cereal killers <laughs> this is terrible it puts cheese it's, on what, an apple pie. It's wonderful. Where did this idea come from? It is from? wonderful. Put then to bake it into it so it's like a grilled cheese with apples in it. It was Man, horrific. Boy, I can't hardly really beat that, huh? But on the, on another that's I th- I thought she was the only one. I just assumed she was insane. <laughs>
0: Well I guess oh, you, you, doing it as, you
1: doing it as well doesn't preclude her from being insane, <laughs> I guess. It's not, not exactly. I don't
0: know. It, it is wonderful. But anyhow,
1: you said what's your favorite fruit pie? What, right. what's a non fruit pie?
0: Well like banana well, I guess banana cream would be a fruit pie, but I was thinking more cream pies like pumpkin pie, custard pie, like a chocolate pie. cream pie, things of that nature.
1: Yeah, none of that stuff ever. I don't like the key lime. The Oh, I love key lime. Lemon rang's not bad. I'm I don't not like crazy that. about meringue, but
0: I don't mind the lemon. Yeah, I, I
1: don't like that. I do like. Everybody likes a pumpkin pie. Yeah, I do like that. What them. part of
0: the pumpkin is the pie? It's the, the meat on the inside. You cut out the top. See, I used to you well, know,
1: I cook down gotta. my
0: pumpkin all the time. You take the seeds and all that stuff. We used to... Roast the seeds, put like garlic, salt, and stuff like that on, and roast. I do them. that, yeah.
1: When we do the well, you get rid of all the
0: seeds, yeah. and then I mean, so it's not could, the
1: guts, it's in the stringy stuff. It's the meat on the it's inside. the meat
0: on the inside all of the right. wall. And I tell you another thing you can do. We are way off topic. I here. don't care. It's, no,
1: they haven't played any sports in four yeah, years. Exactly.
0: At this point. But it, I have a, and it's delicious. You take a pumpkin, all right. take all the seeds and stuff out, like we were talking about, and then in. A big pot make beef stew, okay, big chunks of beef, you know potatoes, carrots, you know all that kind of onions in it, like a thick gravy, right, pour that into the pumpkin, put the lid back on it, brush a little cooking oil over it so it doesn't burn, bake it in the oven for about an hour and a half, and the then pumpkin? when you're done, yes, with the stew With the stew, and it yes. doesn't
1: melt or no, dissolve? it doesn't.
0: No, you just got to make sure that, you know, I mean, you don't cook it nice, until it just destroys itself. Nice sturdy pumpkin. You pull the lid off, and then when you get scooped the stew out, you take a little bit of pumpkin off the side, and it's in with the stew. It's delicious. Sounds like a lot of work. No, it's easy. So I, I got
1: to cook a stew, and I got to gut a pumpkin, and then I got to put the stew in the pumpkin and put it in the oven.
0: Yeah, that's it's not hard
1: rather go to Taco Bell at that
0: point. Well, yeah, but you don't do any of this stuff anyway. Your wife does it all. Oh that's true. Well I'm a, simple
1: I'm a I'm a kept man at this point. I'm a basically incapable of this you'd be homeless if it wasn't for her. Well certainly <laughs> hey well let's stick with the Patriots, Rick. I think the real reason Cam Newton was signed by the Patriots it is literally 14 seconds after the news of the Cam Newton signing comes comes uh, across the wire. News of the New England Patriots' uh, punishment from the league for uh, – Filming the Bengals' sideline comes across the wire. A $1.1 million fine, which, boy, that's really going to hurt that's uh, gonna a kill franchise them. like the New England Patriots. Maybe a- that's
0: why they didn't offer Cam so much. <laughs> they
1: didn't have any money. Yeah, they <laughs> exactly. that
0: fine murdered them. They'd have
1: given them $2 million to start and $9 million with incentives, but they didn't have it left. Uh, the one that will hurt a Bill Belichick, a loss of a 2021 third-round pick. Now they'll only have 14 picks. He always has 97 third-round picks. Uh, The – Pat's TV crew not allowed to shoot any 2020 games. I don't know what that means or care, but here's my favorite one, Rick. My absolute favorite. This tells you the NFL is not immune from the stupidity
0: of the (laughs) corporate world.
1: Senior club officials, I assume (laughs) that's Bill Belichick, right? Mr. Kraft, I'm guessing. (laughs) Are required to take training on league (laughs) operations and game day policy. It's going to be like the sexual harassment video you watch on your first day of employment at McDonald's, and I wish they need to put a camera on Bill Belichick going through this.
0: Oh, I would love it. What, what, Mr. Belichick, do you know what the answer to this question is? We're looking forward to Cincinnati <laughs> next to week. On to Cincinnati. Yeah, on to Cincinnati. But, hey, before we go any further with Bill Belichick as a pupil, got to tell everybody about MyBookie8.ag. You know, sports are coming back, and if you want to get in, in the action, MyBookie.ag is the place to be. They're going to match your deposit up to a thousand bucks. I'm going to match it up to a grand, Rick, when you use a promo code one two OZ Sports when signing up. That's twelve ounce sports. 120 two OZ Sports when you sign up on mybookie.ag. You don't want to miss your chance to cash a ticket. Look, we got NHL playoffs and NBA playoffs supposedly coming up, and uh, you know. Tune into Twelve Ounce Sports. Use promo code Twelve Ounce Sports when signing up to MyBookie.ag, and your deposit match up to a grand.
1: So here's what you do: you put in a grand, they match it for a grand, and you lay it all on one game and see what happens. That's what you do.
0: You either win or you don't.
1: Yeah, or you put a barrel, wear a barrel. Do people still do that when they're broke? Wear a barrel and uh, roam around the streets homeless. Why not? That's what I would do. Go to Chop. Well, that's not there anymore. That's why oh, that's people right, don't yeah. know this. That's why Rick's back in studio. He's been chased out of chop <laughs> at the end of a bayonet, <laughs> and now he's back in studio. He, he liked to pretend this was some virtuous thing. What, what what did you call it, practicing safe broadcasting? No, he was just in chop.
0: I was hoping that Alejandro was out there, but uh, I almost couldn't find him.
1: I guarantee he rolled through there at some point. I mean, that's right up his alley. So, uh Last thing with this Patriots thing in this punishment, I don't care. This again is just a ridiculous slap on the wrist. Does this deflate gate, uh, what was the other gate? Spy gate. Does any of this in reality scar the, this run by the Patriots? No. 30 years from now, when we're talking about this Patriots run, well, you'll be dead when I'm, well, I'll be dead. So, but when, my, our somebody children, will be talking somebody about Somebody will be it. talking about this thirty years from now. Is this even a blip? Does this even come up? No, I don't think it does no. either. So, so many people. Be- I mean, it will to angry Steelers fans, right? <laughs> and no, rivals. I don't.
0: I don't see why. Quite frankly, I mean, we are depressed Steelers fans, and we never attributed anything to cheating. They got outcoached. They got right. torched about every time they played. Right, and. You know, really, Pittsburgh had very few excuses as to why they got destroyed so many times by the New England Patriots. Right.
1: And that's what, I mean, it keeps coming up, right? And that, that was the, the story around this. Oh, it comes up and this tarnishes their leg. I don't think it no, does. No, it doesn't. Look, it, it's a footnote, right? Bill Belichick would always find where the line is, take a step and a half. Are they going to keep
0: Tom Brady out of the Hall of Fame because he yeah. had the fleet gate? Exactly. Is he? Are they? No. No, absolutely of course not.
1: not. No, I think it comes up right? Maybe not with Brady so much. I think it comes up with New England. It's like a footnote in the obituary when when they come back to earth at some point. But I think 10, 15, 20 years from now, you look at what this team has accomplished. Yeah, they cheated. I'm doing the air quotes thing here. They, they cheated. Nothing. I, I don't know. It just seems... It's an easy way for embittered fans who who Tom Brady and Bill Belichick have just bent over a table and take, well, I'm going too far. <laughs> here, but
0: you and, know, And, what, and hit them on the head yeah, or you something. You know what yeah. I'm getting at right.
1: here. Yeah, I, I go in. I guess I watched a lot of NASCAR growing up. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, right? Wasn't that Richard Petty? I think so you say Right. I,
0: I, I think it's just nothing. I think it's a nonsense. It's, it's totally nothing, quite frankly. So, no, I, I agree with you. It doesn't. It's not going to put any sort of asterisk in the record books. It's not going to put any, and especially 30, 40 years from now, the Flake game, what's that? Right. Yeah. yeah. Not, oh, they took air out of the footballs. Yeah, so what? <laughs> so nobody Nobody cares. But anyway. You know, I got a little story. I was going to tell last week. Are you going to remember it this yeah, time? Well, yeah, well, yes, okay. right here. Now, we all know, and this is a true story, too, because this actually came out of his writings, you know. But everyone remembers, you know, Leonardo da Vinci. You know, he invented, well, conceptually invented, like, the parachute, the helicopter, things of that nature. Back then, they obviously couldn't fly. He invented the diving suit. Absolute brilliant mind. Painted the Mona Lisa, The Last Supper. John the Baptist. I mean, we know all that kind of stuff too, right? I so wouldn't say now, we,
1: but I'll, I'll play along.
0: Well, all the humans out there. Because oh, okay. Bobby, the Bra- Bobby the brain, Bobby the brain, he would say all the humanoids out there know exactly what I'm talking. I got to say, about. I
1: did not know he was an inventor. I knew he was an artist of some sort. Right. I didn't know he invented the parachute and the what was yeah. the other thing? Diving, the suit, diving uh, suit. Conceptually,
0: that- invented the helicopter. Um, um i was unaware of a machine that. gun you know yeah. all kinds of things yeah, yeah I was, you've I was seen that drawing of that. man with the arms going up you know yeah, how that, yeah. Well, that's him
1: well i thought it was just a neat painting no. i didn't know it was like a pattern anyway oh sorry go ahead
0: when he was when leonardo da vinci was going to paint the last supper now i don't know what this story means but he felt it necessary to write down and had a a meaning. It might have had something to do with life in general, what it can do to a person. I don't know. Anyway, so he's going to paint the Last Supper. So obviously he had to paint Jesus and the 12 disciples around the table. Well, he needed inspiration. He needed models. So he went out, and I think it was in Milan, I think is where he lived at the time. And he searched for people. Like he had... um, visions in his head of like what Jesus would have looked like or what Simon would have looked like, etc. So the first person he gets is is what he thought Jesus would look like. Brought the guy into the studio. Took however many days to put this on canvas. And as the painting progressed, you know, he would go around and he would pick so oh this is Bartholomew, or whatever. Bring him in. And and that's how he painted all these figures on the painting, all, all right? right? Time went by. He got to Judas Iscariot. Eleven years went by. He could not find anybody that would remind him in his head of the vision he had for Judas Iscariot for the painting. He and we, had and,
1: the, the vision. Why didn't he just paint the vision?
0: Well, because he... I don't know. He needed models, oh, I guess. You know, right. you know, for a reference point. So, in I other guess. words,
1: he was tracing. This is what you're telling me.
0: No, he didn't trace a person for Croods. He could have. No, he
1: it's like when d- you make those hand turkeys at Thanksgiving. <laughs> you trace your hand, you turn it into a turkey. <laughs> that, so that's essentially no, what the last. That's just what was. your
0: body turns into is a turkey. Anyway, eleven years goes by, and of course he's doing various other things, probably inventing diving suits and helicopters and everything mm-hmm. else. He's walking down the street. He sees this guy, hard eyes, you know, a a scowl on his face. He does not look trustworthy. He doesn't look happy. All right? So he approaches him. Hey, you know, got a job for you, pal. You want to make a buck? So he comes over. The third day, he's modeling for Judas. The guy starts crying. And Leonardo da Vinci probably pissed at first because he was really, really getting think.
1: into
0: the painting. He couldn't figure kid. out what was going on. So he says, you know, what's the matter? He says, you don't remember me, do you? He says, no. He says, 11 years ago, I was your model for Jesus. And now I am Judas the traitor. And Leonardo da Vinci didn't realize this? No. Jesus. He looked totally different. It was eleven years. So he that fell passed. on
1: hard times. Apparently, what I
0: said? mean, yeah, whatever. Something in his life obviously changed his outer appearance and his demeanor, and went from basically saint to traitor in eleven years. In you know the way that so this he is like some looked. life
1: lesson you're trying to. Teach
0: I don't know. That's here, what I'm it? saying. I don't know what the story means of how life can affect people or something. Just an interesting story. I thought it means absolutely nothing in the world of sports, but. I'm guessing eleven years ago, I
1: was more Jesus than Judas, and I'm probably whatever's three steps worse than Judas right now. But I think we're all like that since the beginning of this uh, COVID nonsense, anyhow.
0: Yeah, but I don't know if they had the COVID back then. If they did, they, probably they had just, to have something. Well, they probably had smallpox. He was dead in yeah. a week. So yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, this guy should have been happy. He lived eleven years. Well, that's a fair point, too. I think you, to, to survive
1: another 11 years in as an adult in Dalton those days.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: See, but here's where the guy screwed up. The, 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 da Vinci, I mean. If he'd have done the tracing like the hand turkeys, uh huh, he'd have known right away. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got This head's the same size. Did he uh, ever explain why they all sat on the same side of the table? I can't believe for a minute that was true.
0: Well, it, it's, ca- it's kind of like the TV shows. Why do they always, you know, when they're having dinner, yeah. why are they all sitting on top of each other? So the people can see them. Okay. Well, that's the way they do it in a painting. Why, why would you want to see the back of six heads? That's just not. Well, it would be realistic. <laughs> I mean, you know, 12 grown men sitting on the same side of the table. That's freaking weird. i just saying. It's kind of like a television back in the day. You know, they wanted you to project, see everybody. That's just that was that's the way it was. Yeah, I don't like it. Oh well. But you know who is
1: happy today and will be for uh, well, it's s- one of us. Several <laughs> more days is Bobby Bonilla. It's Bobby Bonilla Day, Rick. Yeah. Every July first. And yeah, that's something. Gets another one point one nine million dollars today, and will do such through twenty thirty five when he's age seventy two. He hasn't played a baseball game since two thousand and one. Talk about the greatest contract in the history of time.
0: Oh, there's no doubt about that. And that was a la Stan back in the 40s and 50s. He had some long, huge contract. Obviously not that kind of money. Right. But, you know, it was probably pretty lucrative during the day. But, yeah, it's just brilliant. And he's going to get, what, almost $2 bucks a year until he's 72. $1.19 million, million?
1: Yeah, 1. every one July nine. First until 2035. Nice. Here's what I didn't know about this. Do you know how this thing came about? So they deferred this money and paid 8% interest. And there was somebody advising the New York Mets at the time when this deal was signed, it was a two ninety 2000, whatever year this deal was signed, that the money in hand it had been about five or $6 million. I think I might, I'm probably being low balling it here, but it was some much lower amount of money that it, this advisor told them, rather than pay this money out and right now, it is more worthwhile to you in the hand right now and to defer this money over this absurd amount of years and pay 8% on top of it. Do you know who that advisor was? No. Bernie Madoff.
0: <laughs> no kidding. <laughs>
1: it was the <laughs> first I'd ever heard. That. It might not even be true. I read it on Twitter. I was in the bathroom this morning it, it's well on, if it was
0: on the internet it had to be well, true that's right, right? On
1: twitter I well mean, yeah for, for god's sake that's absolutely ha- how it all it could be
0: now
1: you're just pushing buttons
0: <laughs> if it's on twitter it's gospel right well that's that's what i feel yeah so, so we've got
1: another story that's not sports related let's have it we got 15 minutes left and i'm flat out of
0: sports to talk about so uh well, I mean, we we actually could talk about like the effect, but but everybody and your brothers talking about the uncertainty of sports no, I'm done with the COVID. I'm done. We all know that I'm it's done. either going to happen or it's not. Yeah. When the hockey playoffs start, you and I are going to start some talk some hockey. Right? How
1: cool is it though that it looks like now it's not official, but they're kind of with everything going on in Nevada now. I guess Nevada is a hot spot now. I wasn't even aware of that until today. But now it looks like the two hub cities are going to be Toronto and Edmonton. How badass would that be to yeah. play this thing in Canada? Canada? I like that. I actually I do too. like
0: that. Not that anybody too. will
1: be there. There's no fans. So oh, Toronto
0: is one of the largest cities in North America. Of course they're going to be there. And Edmonton. Not in the building, I mean. I mean, well, it, it would be even right. cooler. You gotcha. I, it I would understand. be even yeah.
1: cooler if you had Canadian, like, actual knowledgeable hockey fans, not like these capital and Tampa Bay Lightning fans in Nashville. You know, that nonsense. So you're not going to have that. It's just cool that this weird thing, this weird tournament in two cities is going to be played in Canada. I like that.
0: I do, too. You know, there's a story that came out just yesterday, June 30th, by Adam Aspinall, talking about Dead Woman's Ditch, which is named after the murder of Jane Walford by her husband, John Walford, in 1789 on the Quantock Hills, in Somerset. Okay? Now, ghost hunters have been probing some reports of a potty mouth ghost swearing at tourists nice. at, at this uh, place. Um, obviously, with the legend of the murder, it has become a, a tourist attraction. Well, apparently, the angry apparition is said to be a woman in white who tells people to F off <laughs> in an area known as Dead Woman's Ditch. I'm with her. Christine and Dave Thomas are investigating the site named after the murder of Jane Walford by her husband, John, and the couple say they picked up on a voice which told them to F off. They also claim to have encountered a murderer from 1798. Dave said, my wife has experienced it for a long time. I don't really know what that means. They encountered a murderer? So it, like, follows them around? I don't know. See, that's why I don't want a ghost
1: hunt. Like, if I could just go and check out the ghosts and everything, that'd be cool. But it seems to me for most of these shows some of these things follow you home, and I don't need that hassle all the time.
0: But, you know, there's residual memories being replayed. This is a quote, you know, that there are voices you can interact with. Some can be quite nasty and evil. Not everybody's aware of ghosts. Now, you believe in them. I'm I'm all in. Locals claimed online to have had things thrown at them by the ghost. Not only does she swear, she throws stuff at him. Cameron Kelly wrote, when you walk across a car park and post, and a post-it notepad falls out of the sky with no one or buildings near the middle of the car park. Uh, where's this ghost get a post-it notepad yeah. <laughs> from 1789? Did they have that <laughs> Do they that even then? know what they are? <laughs> So, in other words, this idiot's
1: walking by, and somebody threw a pack of Post-its out the window at him. Yeah, and and this is supposed to be
0: some big ghost story. You know, a few days later, in the same place, both myself and my friend hear whispering in our ears the words, Hello. (laughs) Wow. This is getting really spooky, folks. I prefer the one that tells you to F off. I I really like that. I, I like that. He mumbled hello, and I said hello back. It was a winter's evening so dark, the man got near me and was looking down towards the ground wearing a cap. I looked back to see no man there. I'd walked that way and knew that there was nowhere he could go as long along the canal and there was no splashes or anyone falling in the water. You know, why do all these encounters always happen kind of like UFO sightings? It's always over a trailer park in Arkansas or something right, at one right. in the morning. Yeah. I mean, where everybody is completely sane and they're, they're <laughs> n- under no influence of any alcohol or drugs, right, at 1 o'clock in the morning in a trailer park, they see all these aliens and everything. Same with the ghosts. They're always on a little path in the middle of the woods at 2 in the morning. Why they're there to start with, I have no idea. But then they encounter these ghosts and... Of course, there's no proof of it. Look, I know they threw it at me. Is holding up a Post-it notepad, right? Well, if you watch those shows, you get all kind of good stuff. You
1: get the the, the voice. I think recordings. that's what we ought to do. Get
0: one of those cameras with the green light and walk around the woods in the dark and go, whoa, 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 what is that? I'd do that. And then we'd say it's a ghost. We could go ghost hunting. We could get uh,
1: EVPs, they
0: call them, electronic
1: voice phenomena. I looked
0: online. You can buy all kinds of ghost. Finding oh, equipment. You buy a whole kit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what we ought to do. Maybe have a new edition of, of It's Just Ghosts. Oh, wouldn't that be great? I, I would watch that show. Or Drop us that, a line yeah. at It's Just Sports, one, two, three. Tell us uh, some ghost hotspots. Me and Rick will head right on out there. Oh,
1: I'll do it. I do. I want to get this machine, this one, What I don't know, they all ghost adventures, I think it's called. And I admit I've watched every episode of this show. It's got this, like, frat guy. He's all yoked up, and he's real excitable, so I like that. He's just yelling and running and carrying on all the time. So they have this piece of equipment, all right? And what it is, it goes, and it's like a camera, right? It looks like an iPad sitting on like a radar gun is kind of what the thing looks like. And he walks around and scans that thing around. Oh yeah. Now man. now believe me, I I believe in ghosts. I believe in a lot of this stuff, but this one yeah, I know you do. Me. This one bothers me. <laughs> and so what it is, I for the life of me I can't remember what the thing's called. And so what it does is it can pick up you know the seeing a ghost that the naked eye can't see. So what it does is it'll start to flash a little bit, and it'll say, anomaly acquired. And before long, all of a sudden, a stick figure will pop up on this thing. It's like (laughs) plot points of a stick figure. And it'll be sitting there, it'll be going like this you can't see me obviously we're only doing audio and he's why why are the
0: ghost stick figures
1: Why? because it's just mapping them out so like Uh if i put the thing on you it would show you as a stick figure and then they put it out into the abyss and then out of all of a sudden and it'll like wave to them and sometimes even though it doesn't have fingers they have postulated that it's been giving them the finger because it'll kind of turn the forearm around and lift it up and that that one bothers me a little you know, bit. I just I don't put
0: know. on I just put in ghost hunting equipment in Google here. All right. We can get a spirit box for $69.90. Ooh, the spirit plus, box. we get a free speaker. Well, you gotta have that. <laughs> we have an EVP wrist recorder three, we could get for fifty-five ninety-five. A K two EMF meter for only fifty nine ninety. That's mine. It's got like a lot of colors, a whole bunch of little yeah. lights. Yeah. Um, there's a full spectrum POV cam for only one fifty five ninety five, and you get a free light, a puck infrared light for only one hundred ten bucks, three hundred sixty degree puck infrared light, a thermal cam for only five hundred bucks. I mean, you know, you you could get into the ghost hunting business for around a thousand bucks and yeah, for have everything. Bro,
1: you, you listed there, we could get change back on a $1, motion $1, sensor
0: alarm. Boy, gotta have one of those. <laughs> I think you're mocking this, ring. (laughs) Oh, or you can get a spirit box ghost hunting kit for $189.95. Now, I just clicked on this, and I'll tell you everything you get because it's on sale from $252. You get a little flashlight. You get the little wrist thing that I was telling you about. You get the um, S-Box ghost scanner. You get the spirit box, obviously with a free speaker and, and there's just a few other little doodads in here oh there it is right there ghost scanner emf meter wrist recorder a gear case i don't know what that is a and a case flashlight to put the gear in you idiot well it's a go- no it's a gear case yeah it keeps your gear safe i yes, was thinking yes. like the- gears in a car i didn't know what they thought talking about <laughs> But I tell you what this 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 the just spirit could box, be it.
1: I'd like to have one of those cuz you could just carry you don't even know what the spirit box does. You just mock it without knowing what No, it, does. it has a free speaker. You find <laughs> it finds the spirits. No, it doesn't find the spirits. So it records them. No. you don't know what you're talking about. The spirit box what it does <laughs> is it takes a, a rapid scan of the FM dial or you could probably do AM, I don't know, of radio frequencies. So it goes, you know, thousandths of a second per, and it scans through that entire frequency spectrum. And apparently the ghosts have the ability to talk across that spectrum, and it picks up their voices. So it'll go like... Like picture, you know, if you were scanning the old style dial radio real fast, okay. and that sound it would make, and then just all of a sudden it'll say like that ghost you were talking about. F off! And it's pretty cool.
0: I like it. Well, well, what prevents it from picking up like "Light My Fire" or because it's moving the, too fast? I mean, it's scanning but, through thousands of times. Yeah, but maybe, we'll, yeah, but maybe a we second. just pick up a, a a little microsecond of Jim Morrison screaming, well, and prob- you think it's a ghost? It's probably his ghost. Well, okay, but what if it's somebody that's alive, like Dolly Parton? I, you know, Dolly
1: Parton still alive? Of course she is. Really good yeah, for her. Yeah, no doubt. She got to be looking rough these days. Although she's had enough plastic surgery, she might look exactly the same. I
0: don't. Like the mannequin. She doesn't look the same. No, Black. I mean she looks <laughs> a little bit scary. Yeah, mannequin like.
1: Hey, just across the uh, the wire here, Rick. Uh, if we could go back to sports for a I second. I would love and a to, half. but I'm
0: running out of ghost stuff. The
1: NFL has officially cut the 2020 preseason in half to 2 games they just announced. Good. What do you think? I, I the only thing I find interesting about that is how do you think coaches handle that in terms of playing time for for regulars and starters and what's it mean for guys kind of on the end and on the edge of the uh, roster? roster?
0: I think they're just going to have to make early determinations. And, look, we know Ben Roethlisberger is going to start for the Steelers, so maybe he plays a quarter or two in the second preseason game. Does he even game. do that,
1: do you think? Well,
0: yeah, you all, well, Ben's not a really good example, but even, say, like a – I don't know, Saquon Barkley, do you give them any reps just to get a little bit of game hits? I don't know. I don't know how that works.
1: Because it's kind of changed in recent years. That's what's interesting, right, Rick? So, for a long time until I'd say even only three or four years ago, it was a guarantee what was going to happen, right? In the first preseason game, all the starters played one series. In the second preseason game, they'd play a quarter. In the third preseason game, they'd play a half. And in the last preseason game, they didn't play at all. And now it's kind of shifted in the last couple years. In the first preseason game, they played not at all. They play maybe a series or two in the second. You know, maybe a quarter, maybe a half in the third, and still none in the fourth. Now, this kind of changes everything. But what you've seen is teams, I guess what I was getting at, teams holding out the star running back. A quarterback maybe only playing a series or two in the whole preseason, if none at all. Now you shorten it down. What I wonder is the NFL, the coaches, the NFL doesn't make any determination. of Do we get to the point where it's like college, especially if we go to the 17th and 18th game, where we're just going to go in cold in the regular season like colleges do and only use the preseason for – you know, for looking at that younger, unproven talent, or I think and maybe we-
0: that's the way to go if you think about it, Rick. How many severe injuries have we seen over the years, especially back in our fantasy football days, prepping for oh, people's drafts, and all of a sudden somebody blows a knee a week before the season starts and it throws your drafts off, etc. Maybe that is the way to go. Why? Why does Saquon Barkley need reps? He knows how to run the football. You know, right. Drew Brees knows how to pass the football. Seems to have been going Maybe the first couple of games of the year, the offenses don't click quite as good. You see a little more defensively dominated football games, but it catches up, and, and, and oh, they does. start right. clicking. So, yeah, maybe that's the way to go. I I, I like it. I praise it. I think it's ridiculous. The Steelers were on tap for five preseason games this year. Yeah. Them yeah, and the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, that's ludicrous. They yeah, don't need five preseason games. If they will cut it down to two, and I guess give the the third one, you know, the, the Hall the of Hall fame, fame game, game it, they yeah, do they're get they're going to get their game, and they
1: should. Yeah, I like that that's tradition.
0: fine. But I think two's fine. I, I see no reason for it. They've already extended the season. I'm with you. Cut it back. This feels like one that's
1: going to stick to me, right? Like, they're doing it out of necessity. Here you go. You buy yourself two more weeks to make sure everything's good to go for week one. I think it will be interesting, finally, something interesting in the preseason to watch how coaches handle this, what teams do. Like, I think – well, I guess I don't think that. You know, I don't know what does Ben Roethlisberger basically missed all of the last season. Do they give him some reps? You know, what does a team you look at Washington with a uh, Dwayne Haskins, or you know, teams assuming you know Cincinnati with Joe Burrow, knowing he's going to be the Week One starter? Do, how many reps do you want to give him? None at all. I, I think it'll be interesting to see how teams handle it because it it was it was funny how it just got so pigeonholed. You knew what everybody was going to do every right. week. It started to shift. Now we slash this thing in half. I don't think it's going back to four. I think if if this goes well and there's not some rash of horrific injuries week one, which I don't assume would happen, but let's just say, I I think this one sticks. I really do.
0: And it should. And and, it is high time that they actually make a decent decision that isn't just bringing, you know, they have the four or five games because it brings in revenue now. Right. And and because that's all, the only reason that they have those type of preseason games you ask any coach, do you want Devontae Adams risking in the preseason or yeah, whoever? No, no obviously yeah, they I don't. I think
1: as the regular season expands, I think you see less likelihood of anybody playing in the preseason. So exactly. let's recap, Rick, here. We're out of time. So, we have a whole lot of uh, Bill Belichick, Cam Newton, and the Patriots. Uh, yeah. You're a serial killer who puts cheese on apple pie. <laughs> uh, ghost stories. Um,
0: pumpkin stew.
1: Pumpkin stew the NFL preseason, and uh, Leonardo da Vinci. That should about cover it, huh?
0: I'll tell you what, we have a wide range of – subjects tonight and it was well worth anyone listening yeah. time to hear all this direct so all i can say is you're welcome so yeah we'll be back next week on 12
1: ounce sports at 12 oz sports i highlight the sports on twitter 12 ounce sports network.com and of course you can follow us at asylum football on twitter it's just sports kinda 123 at gmail.com <laughs> and sports.com. until next time if they'll have us back we'll see you
0: take care